Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. You got it right this time. I did. I get it you right. You kind of stuttered last I time. See, you're, so you're not power like, you know, what is it, power cord and the air guitar. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I was burdened by that all week yeah. <laughs> about that mess up. Every time I listened to the show or heard it come on, I was like, yeesh. I probably, I felt bad because I thought like I maybe people would take that as a joke that I was saying your role wasn't important or something or, here, which or it certainly I was, is. Somehow I was like, like I did something wrong and you said it couldn't be cohort anymore, but you're going to say something else. Yeah. Cause actually the, the funny thing is when Angela heard it, she was like, oh, and she looked at me like I was doing something malicious. I was like, no, I literally just forgot what I was, the words to say. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to insult Victor there. Right, but so we're still friends. Everybody. Yeah, we are. We are. Do not so be burdened. Don't listen to national choir right now. <laughs> That's know? right. So, but no, it's, it's, I'm glad to be back in here again. This is episode 69. We're getting closer and closer to a hundred. So, uh, something like I said, you know, we joke a lot that that's you know sixty eight more than I thought we were going to have. So, <laughs> but um, no, this week, you know, there's been a lot going on. Uh, I know you've been busy. I have too. I know you're still trying to get into your uh, new digs at work and and yes. the new routine of that. And uh, I've had decisions in my life that I'm trying to make and different things the Lord's calling me to too. So you know, like most people, we have different things that our attention is taken by um you know i've said burden here a couple times in the beginning of the show that was on purpose Hint, that's what the, <laughs> that's, that's the what title. the show is about today right. is burdens and you know if you look at the reading from yesterday um yesterday meaning this past sunday the 14th sunday in ordinary time um you know you hear in the gospel the words of christ come to me all you who labor and are burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am meek and humble of heart and you will find rest for yourselves for my yoke is easy and my burden is light that's matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. That was the gospel reading yesterday. Now today, I was reading the the gospel for today, Monday, and it was the one that talks about uh, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So as I was praying this morning, I was thinking about that and just what burdens are in our life and how many we we all can have and how they can become the center of our life. And then I saw this this scriptural uh, passage, the gospel from today. You know, I started thinking the labor, that, that's so true. The harvest is abundant and the laborers are few. You just look around the world and and um, as we've talked about before, there's a lot of people that claim I'm a Christian, but you don't see a lot of people physically out there in the world. You know, I mean, you do see people, but not as many as we probably should mm-hmm. all over the world out there just just putting a flagpole on the ground for Christ, you know, and saying like, this is who I'm going to be. And so... You know, I started to look at why is that, and of course, we've covered a lot of reasons over these these you know sixty nine episodes of of what issues can be. But particularly in this moment, when I was thinking about this, I started to think, well, the burdens we face, right? We heard that yesterday that that obviously the Lord knows that we have many burdens. He created us. He knows each one of us individually. He knows the issues this life can bring and, and present to us. Um, and and I started looking at that and going, man, that's a major reason in my mind that the laborers are few because the laborers are busy worrying about other things besides mm-hmm. the harvest, right? That we're all, we've got our head down and we're concerned in our own burdens. And, you know, oftentimes our burdens are what keep us from growing in holiness. 
right? It's what keeps us from growing in our relationship with the Lord. They take our eyes off of God and they place them back on ourselves. Uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this right now, and you too, and, and Deacon Jeff, like we all know we've had things in our life that we struggle with, whether it's, you know, an addiction or it's been a job loss or any of the other things that can burden us in life. Um, and we know what that feels like and we know how that can consume us, right? Where you all of a sudden you're, that's, that's everything. Like you can't get your mind off anything else because there's that problem, that lingering thing that is just over you that may concern the, the, the wealth and the, the health, I mean, not the health, the wealth, the health and the well-being of your family and, um, you know, other things in your life. And so you can't concentrate on a lot of other things because you're burdened, you're, you're weighed down that, that heaviness of, of whatever it is keeps you from being able to concentrate on anything else. And that's why I think that's a huge reason why we see so few laborers in the field because they're busy worrying about other things. Kind of, um, when you were speaking that, I was kind of considering this because you now I work in the mental health field and behavioral health field and there's a lot of people who dedicate their lives to getting people, like you said, clean, but also stable in their life. And that takes a lot of work because you're, you're constantly trying to teach and educate individuals who are self-destructive, um, who really don't want to be, but they're, they're habitual in, in doing so. And uh, a lot of people that I've worked with, I've seen, worked with, um, didn't make it out of that, that tragic tunnel you know, of, of addiction. And uh, it takes a toll on a lot of people. Like, imagine doctors or nurses in the moment fighting COVID right now. Yeah. I mean, they're doing everything they can, and then they're still losing people. Or just the, the elderly who are just hard um, to, to get past the certain of, of, of health, a disease that just kind of takes them over. Now, there's some people who are ready, prepared to die. I understand mm-hmm. that. But, like, the burden of people who are caring for nurturing for other people, um, you know, is, is tough. You know, mm-hmm. you you saw that with your own mother uh, yeah. having going through cancer, sure. And you you did everything you could as, as as protecting her and loving her and doing stuff, but yet that burden of like, man, what are those other lost moments I had? You yeah. know, that I could have spent more time with her. And and we all carry that baggage. We all have those those burdens of, man, if I was a better person, or if I was a better friend, or if I was a better son, um, or a, a sibling for goodness sakes um maybe i could be a lot closer to my siblings you yeah know? so well and it's you know that's you're exactly right i mean that was a tremendous burden i mean losing somebody especially your mother is very hard yeah. you know i mean I, I it's it hurts a lot you know tom heals all wounds but you know if you go back deep into that you know those pains are still there and and it you know it it has it was a burden in my life um, I, I eventually had to surrender that like I have so many of my other ones to God um, because that's the only way I could get past them. Um, but because that's the thing, like our burdens, they capture our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they consume our minds. They become a roadblock, you know, in our life. I mean, where we can't get past it mm-hmm. or you can't move forward from anything because they basically steal your peace, right? right? Like you can't find that peace that Christ promises because you're, or promises us because you're so caught up in that in that moment in that thing and as men especially this can be very hard because you know we don't like to ask for help i mean i don't know very many men that the first time somebody goes hey you need help they go yes thank you thanks for coming like yes get over here right now most men say like no dude i got it don't worry about it i don't need help you know it could be the most impossible task that anyone could see standing there you know 10 feet away from them there's no way you're getting that done by yourself but a guy will try and try and try until he is 
completely defeated or broken or hurt or anything else before he will ask. It's that pridefulness in all of us that I can get this. I don't need anybody else's help. I got myself into this. I can get myself out or I want the recognition of getting through this on my own. I don't want that, you know, that help from anybody. And the devil loves to play in that because he's like, it's almost like we've talked about before. He's there tapping you on your shoulders, whispering in your ear. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't need anybody's help. No, you can do this. You got this. This isn't that big of a deal. Don't worry about it. Like, I can remember in my addiction, I just, I, I would always, as soon as I thought about doing something about it or asking for help, no, you got this. You got this. You can stop anytime you want to, right? This isn't a big deal. You'll be able to get past it. And I never reached out for help to anybody, not to friends, not to loved ones, not even to my own wife, you know, because of because I convinced myself that I didn't have a problem or that if I did have a problem, I could handle it myself, which as everybody's heard on here multiple times, I didn't handle at all. It wasn't until, you know, I was brought to my knees that God basically said, are you willing to let me have a try? Are you willing to let me have a shot at helping you with this? And that's the thing, like with our burdens, so so often instead of taking the common sense route, right? We've heard the Lord say yesterday that like, you know, come to me when you're burdened because I'll give you rest. Like, you know, you can learn from me. We can, we can be yoked together. Like even that term, you know, that yoke, is is for a yoke of, of a pair of oxen that were perfectly made to fit those those animals, right? So when God's saying like, "Come to me," when Jesus is saying, "Come to me," and 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 you know, take my yoke upon you, He's saying like, "Look, put put your side over you, let my side go over me, and let's go together. Let's mm-hmm. pull this load together. Let's walk this road together. Whatever weight this is, let's share it." Right. But we we oftentimes don't ever get to that point because we don't look up enough because we're stressed, we're worried, we're anxious about all of this that's going on and it, it, it allows it that anxiety rules us right and, and we spend more time worrying about the problem than we ever do or the burden than we ever do about trying to figure out a solution because we're just almost petrified by this burden it's too heavy right that's the, that's the um the visual that we get in the, in the scriptures is that that load is heavy and so we're we're so busy trying to just hold it up that we don't even think we can take a minute to look up to ask for help so it's just crazy to me how many times I can look back in my life and and know that like I have let a burden, an issue, a problem sit there and I've worried about it but never taken action, right? Like I've, the hours I've spent just just worrying. And I can hear in my head so many times my father saying, well, there ain't no use in worrying about it. Just do something about it. And I used to think like, well, that's easy for you to say, mm-hmm. but that's the truth. Like we spend so much time in these burdens and these problems that that we don't realize that there's a there's a helping hand there for us, and and sometimes maybe it's because we're not in, a, in an intimate relationship with with Christ where we can trust Him, where we trust Him with everything. That well, yeah, I can give it to Him, but I'm still going to have to be the one doing it because it's not like He's going to come down here and wave a magic wand and it's taken care of. You know those type things that we can tell ourselves. So it could be a trust issue. You know whether. Whether I just don't trust that, you know, and I think that's a lot of it. While, while we don't let anybody, period, whether it's Christ or, or a friend here on earth help us is because we don't trust that it can get done, right? It's got to be, if it's not done by me, it's not going to be done right. Or mm-hmm. I got myself into this, so I got to get myself out of it. And so we wind up being crushed under this weight. And it keeps us from growing in that holiness. It keeps us from growing in our relationship with God because we're, we're so just, we're, we're at the mercy of that load. 
And, and, and as long as we're at that, that's all we can concentrate on. That's all we can think about. And so anything else is eclipsed in our life because that's, it's almost like a horse with blinders on. That's all we can see. Well, we don't share the load as Christ is mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know, give this to me. You know, I'm walking next to you. Give this to me. As the, the yoked oxen are, they side by side. Um, imagine, I mean, how many oxen are there? Just one ox, you know, plowing a field. I'm sure that wasn't successful, so therefore they had to have two. Um, and, and but yet we we think we're single-minded, so we can like you were saying, we're doing it all ourselves. We can plow this field, you know, spiritually. You know, I don't need any guidance. You know, even if we look back, our rows are so crooked because we can't stay <laughs> straight. You know, but, yeah. but when we're steady with Christ, you know, when we go through our life day, it's it's a straight path. You know, yeah. it's 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 set in motion to do in its purpose. Well, and and it's just. I mean, there's so many scriptures, and, and if you're not reading the Word all the time, then you don't see this stuff. I mean, there was a time in my life where I wish I, I mean, I was in the Word a lot when I was younger, mm-hmm. being a Protestant, and, and had a lot of it memorized, but there's a lot that, that I, every time we do one of these shows, and I go to research, whatever the Lord puts on, on you know, in my head to, to talk about on here, or in my spirit, I was about to say on my heart, but I know Deacon Jeff doesn't like that, so, <laughs> but in my spirit... Um, to research, like I go in and I start finding all these scriptures that maybe I forgot about. So I begin to look at it and say, man, like the Lord just tells us, especially about this topic, like and fear and things like that. He just tells us again and again and again. It's like he's constantly reaching out from scriptures to go like, look, remember, you have me. I created everything. I'm God. You don't have to worry about this. If you would just surrender, if you would just trust me, then your life would be peaceful. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have to, that weight, I could take it right off your back if you let me. But the, the key part is if you let me. Sure. You have to give permission because God is never going to take from us, right? Like he's not that type of God. We have free will. He gives us that choice and we have the choice to let him help or not. But he wishes to, but we've got to give that permission. We've got to say, you know what, Lord? And a lot of times that's what happens when people hit bottom. They just go, I give up, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I give up. I give up my pride. I give up my stubbornness. I give up everything. And I ask you to take this because I I just can't anymore. I can't. And we kind of just, I guess we forfeit that that will in that moment and just say, that's it, right? But a lot of times, like, but God's never going to take that. He's always standing there going, you know, you you sure? You, You look like you're struggling. I can, I can lift that, you know, one finger, I can have that off your back, but we don't give them the opportunity. But we see in scripture a bunch of times, like in Hebrews 12, one through two, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of faith. I mean, there's one passage from the New Testament. Here's another one from the Psalms. Cast your care upon the Lord who will give you support. He will never allow the righteous to stumble. I mean, that's a promise right there. It's saying like, give me this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you fall. I'm not going to let your back break. I will take this from you. That's Psalm 55, 23. Here's another one from Isaiah. For I am the Lord your God who grasps your right hand. It is I who say to you, do not fear. I will help you. I mean, that's God like saying, I'll help you. You don't have to do this alone. Stop being stubborn, right? Like, you, you know, you need my help. You're not going to get through these things, and they're going to consume you. You can't be the person that I call you to be, the person I need you to be in this crazy, screwed-up world we live in right now when you're only worrying about these things that if you would just give them to me, then you could be free to go do the things that I want you to do, and you can have a peaceful and joyful life serving me 
if you'll just let me help. Uh, one more. Um, well, this is the one that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, Come to me, all you who labor and, and are burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. And you will find rest for yourselves. How many times after we've been we've been struggling with burdens, do we just feel like we're at our wits end? Like we're exhausted, we're tired, we don't know, we can't find an answer. And and he's saying here, like I will give you rest. Like this will be easy on you. You will your life will become easier if you just let go. You know, like the saying, let go and let God. But so many of us don't want to do that. We want to continue to struggle. Nope, I got it. Nope, nope, I got it. I picked up this load. It's my responsibility. I'll carry it the rest of the way. Meanwhile, while everything else around us falls apart. But we got that massive load of of, of a burden wherever it was supposed to go. But everything else in our life fell apart because that's all we could concentrate on. Yeah, we're, we all have those invisible plates spinning around mm-hmm. uh, and all those pans and fire, as they would say, because it's... That's been said for centuries, and it's true because we feel we can't. If if we're not busy, we're not being successful. Yeah. If we're not taking time, um, if we're like I said, rest is something that most of us don't enjoy doing um, because we feel we have to be doing something or else, or we're lazy. Yeah. Or or we're not being productive with our life. Um, but however, Jesus is saying you're still productive because you're trusting me, but I want to help you this stuff, but you're not going to have the stress, the anxiety, and the tense that comes with all these decisions because you're going to be making those decisions with my help and my assistance. Mm-hmm. And like say, for instance, those who are dealing with, with loss of income, you know, that is a huge stress. I mean, yeah, that is something sure. that you're like, okay, the end of the month is coming. Where am I going to get this extra stuff, you know, to, to take care of things? We understand that, you know, we, We've all had that moment where paycheck to paycheck is a constant reality, and stress and anxiety is real. And it's one of those things where when you, you kind of say, this stress and this anxiety isn't good for me, and you say, God, I, I just, I pray that something will, will change. You know, yeah. and I know it's easy to say when you're not going through it, but when you're going through it, I've gone through it, you've gone through it, Deacon Jeff's gone through it, We've all had moments where we're struggling to find out how we're going to make the ends meet. Somehow it does. Yeah. It just does. And and that's when we see that there's roles that God is doing things with other people who are blessing each one of us out there to help us get to where we need to get to. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And that's what it takes is surrendering. We have to surrender to God and then it, all our problems to God and say, look, like, these are yours. I can't handle it anymore. Like, I don't know how I'm going to pay those bills at the end of the month. I mean, welcome to the ministry world. Ever since I left a job yeah. in the corporate world where I knew I was getting this and I had a retirement set and all that, I mean, there's months, like I said, I mean, I've been without a job, a full, you know, other than running a few ministries and that for since December, you know, and here it is July in the middle of all these things. And thank God my wife has a job. But every single time I begin to doubt, every single time that I felt the weight below, you know, just crushing me on this stuff, something happens. You know, a four hundred dollar check comes up in the mail for a donation to the ministry. You know, or or you know, somebody says, "Hey, John, thank you for what you do," and shakes my hand and puts a twenty dollar bill in it. Like, I mean, there's just, and I've heard so many of my mm-hmm. my old pastor in the Baptist church. I mean, he's my youth minister then, now pastor of the old church I went to. I mean, he tells me all the time, like, there's been so many times in my life with three kids in, in a small church that I did not, I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet, and then open an envelope and there's a check that shouldn't have come. There's, there's no explanation for mm-hmm. it, but it came at the right time. That's God. And the thing is, we run into the problem of we don't, it's really a trust issue, right? Like it's one thing to surrender, 
But you can surrender something, say, okay, I'll give it to you, God, and not mean it, right? You can yeah. make yourself feel like you did, but did you really give it to him? Did you say, this is yours, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry with it anymore, I'll think about it, but I'm not gonna worry with it anymore, I'm gonna trust you with it. And that's what God calls us to, is trusting him in everything. Like, he's the good shepherd. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I mean, he he says it in Luke 12, 22, 32. He says it in Matthew, a different version of the same uh, thing. But he talks about the birds of the air, you know, and they neither reap nor sow. You know, they don't store in barns, but yet our Father takes care of them. Like, how much more are you worth to him than those? And it, it, it's just constantly a message of God saying, like, I, I don't want you to be burdened. I don't want you to be troubled. And some of the great minds of the church have 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 said the same thing. Some of these saints, you know, from St. Faustina, for example, said, when I see that the burden is beyond my strength, I do not consider or analyze it or probe into it, but I run like a child to the heart of Jesus and say only one word to him. You can do all things, which apparently that's a lot more than one word, but I guess she went the sentence. Mm -hmm. And then I keep silent because I know that Jesus himself will intervene in in the matter. And as for me, instead of tormenting myself, I use that time to love him. And that is such a great quote. Like what they're saying is, I don't even worry about it anymore. When I see something's beyond me, I just give it to him. I run to him like a child and say, you can do this. I can't. Then I'm quiet and I let him intervene. And instead of torturing myself, I use that time to love him. I mean, what a profound piece of advice. Is it hard? Yeah. Yeah. Just like everything you got to do as a Christian's hard. You know, right? There was never anything that we saw, we didn't sign a contract that said, "Hey, this is going to be easy." By the way, no, these are things that are tough. But if you can master these things, if you can do these, if you can learn from the wisdom of the scriptures and from the saints and from the the doctors of the church, then you could live the way that they lived. Like you, they're giving, they're trying to enlighten you with this secret of living a peaceful life. Um, some other ones here: Let us throw ourselves into the ocean of His goodness, where every failing will be canceled and anxiety turned into love. That's St. Paul of the Cross. That's another quote, you know, alluding to giving up everything to Christ. St. Jose Maria, if God gives you the burden, God will give you the strength, right? He doesn't say you'll have the strength. God will give you the strength. Again, he's helping you, whether he's carrying the load or giving you some of his strength so that you can carry the load. These are all things from the saints. Another one from St. Boniface. Let us trust in him who has placed this burden upon us. What we ourselves cannot bear, let us bear with the help of Christ. For he is all-powerful, and he tells us my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I mean, these are all things from from saints, from canonized saints. They're telling us that they found this out in their life. And if any, if the saints are good for, for anything, it's the fact that it's a roadmap to finding these truths in your life. They've lived them. That's part of the reason they're saints. They believed them. They lived them out. They mastered them. Were they perfect people? No. Are we perfect people? No. So if they could achieve this, we can too. But it takes that surrender and that trust. So, and here's the other point I want to get to too, is that God wants to take our burdens from us because he needs us to be in that vineyard. He needs us out there getting that harvest. We can't help other people if we're burdened with our own issues, if we never look up, if we're, if every time I call you or you call me and you go, Hey John, how's it going? And I go, you know what? My life sucks. You know, I, I hadn't had a job and hadn't had this. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. And, oh, I forgot the car broke. And I don't know how I want to, you know, and all that. And 30 minutes later, you're going, geez, why did I call this guy? Like, I don't, like, all he wants to do is talk about his burdens. Like, mm-hmm. I had something I wanted to talk about. But all he wants to do is talk about his issues and his life and his issues and his problems. We can't serve others when we have our head buried in our own burdens. That's one of the reasons that God calls us 
to, to letting him help so he can alleviate that weight, alleviate those things that, that weigh us down so we can go out and be what we're supposed to be, a light in the world, the salt of the earth, a, a brother to someone who needs it or a sister to someone who needs it. And, and I mean, there's a, there's one last quote I have here that talks about that, or actually a Bible verse that's from Galatians 6.2, and it says, bear one another's burdens, and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Right, we help each other out. Right, yeah. God wants to allevi- alleviate the things that keep us bound in our life so that we can be set free from them, so we can go and help set others free. That's the mode of discipleship. That's that's what he calls us to. That's the great commission, right? Is to go out and make disciples. Well, you can't do that when you're burdened down. So that's why God in the in the scriptures so many times over, Old Testament, New Testament, offers his hand, offers his help. It's not just to to say, well, look, now I can say I'm a good God because I'm telling everybody I'll help them. No, it's because he wants us to take uh, to have a part in the plan of salvation. And we can't do that when we're sitting there just smothered by our own issues where we can't even take a breath or look up and see yeah well i mean the thing is uh, we said this a long time ago but i think this is profound says since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses you were saying that those are the people that went before us the saints and so forth and we have to remember that the people that we love that gone before us are still with us helping us and praying for us yep and they're there at every mass they come to that supper of the lamb to the table of the lord with us um here at the end we're getting close to the end i just want to go through some how-to's one, we have to surrender what's burdening us to God. And I mean really surrender, not a half-hearted thing, but we have to really surrender and leave it there. You don't just go and say, God, I give this to you, and then take it back immediately. You leave it there. Two, we have to trust him and that he will take care of it for us. We have to believe that he is a good and gracious God. He is who he says he is. And when you can believe that and you can trust in him, then he will take this stuff from you. We have to move on from it, right? Don't look back. Once you've given it to him, yeah, you can think about it, but don't worry. Don't be a slave to it. And then four, we have to return the favor. Once God has taken that load from us, once he's taken that burden off of us, and we feel like we can stand straight again and we can walk and we can see, then we have to go and we have to tell others. And we have to give extend our hand the way that the Lord has extended his to us and help others with their burdens. It's the call of the Christian and it's why God wants to help us with ours so he can free us up to go and do his will that the way he's asked us. So I know it's tough. Everything we talk about on here can be. But look, all you got to do is just surrender and trust. Again, rinse and repeat. Surrender and trust. God is good. He is true. He is loving. And he keeps his word. All you got to do is do your part. So Victor, let's take it to prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, burdens are things that we all have to deal with in life. Your Son, though, has promised that we don't have to go through them alone. Help us to rid ourselves of every burden by surrendering them to you. And Father, once you have lightened our load, remind us that we are to go out and do the same for another. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.